to make you laugh, I would be the fool for you. Although the people turn and stare, I really don't care. chair over there you look over there by that cupboard it's a, one of those big thick blankets grab that and make a pallet on the floor y'all come on now come on children gather around gather around we back here in the back porch i want y'all to get comfortable i want y'all to get comfortable get that chair right there y'all move over and let them chaps sit down come on come on come on come on now Y'all sit there. All y'all ones that like to smoke them cigarettes and all that. 
I just got my ashtray. I don't smoke, but they love to smell that cigar. So I light it and I put it right here for them. But y'all go on there. Y'all stay away from them children. Them children don't need to smell that secondhand smoke. Y'all go on over there and y'all sit there and let that, that wind gonna take it that way. So you ain't got to worry about them children. That's right there. All right. You good? You good? Hey, baby. How you doing? Oh, look what the cat done blew in and came back here and gathered back here in this back porch. Uh. Y'all got your cold drink and stuff? You got your sweets, right? All right. All right. Y'all ready? I was ready. I was ready. Welcome now. I want y'all, I want y'all to just listen. Listen. Y'all see the world. I know y'all see the world today. World is in uproar. This world is in uproar. But I don't understand why y'all are amazed. World been in the uproar since the day they brought our asses over here on the boats. So why are we amazed? As they say, it's nothing but the chickens coming home to roost. That's what they planned. See, what they thought was that was going to be us. So they planned. Remember when they was bringing in all those body bags and all those caskets and coffins and stuff? See, unfortunately, like y'all, and most of us, can't say all, but most of us, we believe in ass whoopings. So our children and our chaps ain't going to act out. They may pop a little while they out of earshot. And they done walked up the road a spell, but they ain't going to act out. Uh, these children, mm-mm, ain't no home training. Clamming over walls and going in there, messing up those folks' good flows and writing stuff. And sad because a young lady lost her life, got shot. But y'all see how this world is. <clears throat> This ain't new for us. Now, for most of y'all, it might be, but it ain't new for us. We've been preparing for this all our lives. See, we know how it feels to be tormented, spat on, beat, hit, disrespected, yelled at. We already know how that feels. Trying to escape, all that. So we, we've been preparing for this. That's why we sitting back. You know, there was a, a, a meme and a, a letter that went out and said, all color folks, stay home. Don't go out. If you have to. But if you don't, stay home. But you see those people out there. They's mad. Because I guess the leader didn't win. <laughs> I know the ancestors are sitting back just cracking up. So I had to play Aretha Franklin because I needed my mother's wisdom and guidance to step forward. See, my mother was Anita Baker, Anita Franklin, Aretha Franklin. I'm sorry. I'm reading and looking. My mother was an Aretha Franklin fan. And if she ever went to one of your barbecues or cookouts and, excuse me, you didn't have no Aretha Franklin, she'll leave. I don't give a fuck how close you were, whatever. She'd be like, play some Aretha. We ain't got that. Everybody grab their kilts. Come on. And let me tell you how, how bold she was. After she left, she's sending us one, one of us down the block. Go down there and tell her heifer to make me a plate. Tell what she got. And make me a plate and y'all bring it back here. Well, why didn't we stay? Because she ain't got no Aretha Franklin. I ain't doing no goddamn weird without no Aretha Franklin. What, what kind of party is that? That ain't no party. Show wouldn't stay. Retha. No, we ain't got Retha. Grab your coats. Come on, we going home. 
be like the shade, right? But that was her preference. So you know if Bobby and them coming, but have her Rita Franklin, and she drank Gordon's gin, but she always bring her own. Because, see, uh-uh, that's okay. You good. I, I got mine. And she'll bring a bottle for the house. Here, baby, this for you. But you, you uh-uh, because she don't share. No, no, no. And when she drank, she drank, she had to be comfortable. Now, if she wasn't comfortable or she didn't used to partying at your house, she wasn't going to drink at all. Uh-uh, baby, I have, just give me a cold drink. Just give me a soda. Uh-uh. Because she needs to be alert. So, yeah. But anyway, y'all see how the world is. People are storming. People are angry. Angry. And the leader, right, started this. He may not have said the actual words, y'all come on and let's storm the castle. But he sure put it in where they understood. And the world is looking at us. Looking at us and seeing how this is. A mess. A joke. Clowns. Everybody else. All We can't even control our government. The people run amok. We, we don't. <laughs> America great where? Where? But you gotta pay karma. 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 All the things that America did, oh, honey, and its people, to all of those folks, it might have took them 400 years, but (laughs) you see it now. (laughs) There's a new day, a new dawn. Yeah, a new life. Georgia won a blue state. Folk mad about that. You see the power of how folks coming together, putting their differences aside, and believing in one thing, one common thing. And they all came together, and look, they won. So you see the power that people possess when they come together as one and stay focused? You don't got a side agenda, a hidden agenda, none of that. (laughs) So, I tell you this story about my mom, how people will laugh at you, judge you, do all of that. Nobody didn't think Biden and Kamala Harris can do the job, you know. They had more people not believing in them. But they better than what we got now, because if y'all don't see how Trump is a fuck up, I don't know what to tell you. But even in the saying, who laughs, you know, laugh at people now. And they trying. And look. So my mother used to weigh like 400 pounds, right, back in the day. And she went for a job at Asher Brothers. And they told her she was too fat. She couldn't do it. Yeah. James and them, God bless the dead, and Popeyes, Asher Brothers Candy Factory, out in New Hot Park. My mother went out there, you know, she wanted a job. And they said, they didn't just, you know, come out and say it. They said, you might can't, you know, we can't, we can't risk the insurance. You might, you know, get sick or, 
you know, your heart might give out. So, you know, my mother's straightforward. She said, you mean I'm too big to work here? So Jameson was like, well, you know, you said it. i tell you what my mother did. She told them, she said, I'll work here for free for a week. A week. She said, you ain't got to pay me. She said, I'll come to work every day. She said, now, if I get hired and I make it through, this is how much I want. James and Pieface agreed to it because they was laughing in the back of the room. Ah, I forgot the young brother's name that was there, right? He came out and he had told my mother, because he lived around the corner from us, and he said they were laughing, saying, this fat chick, she ain't coming back here. Well, they ain't say chick, but bitch. Like, this fat bitch, she ain't coming back here. It's not here. She ain't going to last a day, <laughs> you know? So my mother just shook her head. She said, okay. Now, you getting free labor, Right? Every day, she would work. You go to the candy factory, you leave around where we lived at at 10 o'clock. So this guy would drive. He had a van. He would come and pick people up. So my mom, would, she told him I wanted to ride in there, you know, so he can come and get her. And she would pay. She would pay extra because the women, right, that was working there at the candy factory, Nisi and them, was like, oh, she's fucking fat. She should pay for two seats. So my mother paid for two seats. She did. She paid for two seats. Ain't even gonna lie. She kept her composure. I know it might have been days my mother wanted to whoop they ass, but she didn't have to. She paid two, you know, and the, the driver was like, don't worry about her. Worry about y'all, right? Hey, she paid in advance. My pops worked. So he gave her money to pay him. He actually he said, now sidestep. My mother... When she told my pops, my father said, you sure you want to do it? Because he used to call her Bobby. He said, you sure you want to do it, Bobby? She said, yeah. She said, boo, you, you got to believe in me. He said, no, I believe in you. He said, I, I just want to make sure this is what you want to do. She said, yeah. He said, then go do it. My mother would leave at 10 o'clock at night and get home at 7 in the morning, right? 10 o'clock at night, like clockwork, the dude would come and pick her up. Her food would be done. We'd iron her clothes. Oh, she stayed having her hair done. My mother was a big chick, but she kept her hair and her makeup done. If anybody knew my mother, they already knew her hair and makeup flawless. She had her two ponytails, her sneakers, her sweatpants on, and her T-shirt. Cause she said sometimes it get hot. She had a little jacket. He brought all these sweatsuits. So every night she would walk home, you know, get there and go get on the, the van to come and pick them up and drop them out. Every morning, they'd drive them to the bus stop, and my mother would walk from Jamaica Avenue to our block. Take her time, but she'd walk. walk. Or sometimes we'd meet her. We'd meet her up on Jamaica Avenue and walk her down, all right, walk with her down and stuff. We don't know if she was in pain. We don't know if she was hurting. We don't know none of that. My mother never showed that, but she did it. A whole week never was late. Ran that motherfucking machine like it was born in her. Did it for a whole week. Same women. Nisi, all of them. Popping shit. Oh, I can't come to work. Oh. She did it. A whole week. Seven days. 11 at night. Seven in the morning. Sometimes she'd stay over. If they was like, yo, we got an extra shift. And you'll work from uh, seven in the morning until three in the afternoon. 
So my mother would do that. She picked up three days, I think, out of that seven. She picked up three days. So James, God bless the dead. <clears throat> he said, I don't know. She on a death wish or something. <laughs> he was like, yo, I don't know. Because the next guy that had that um, shift, he was asking James, like, yo, she can do it? Like, yo, she's big. He was like, don't underestimate her. It's that voodoo. Because he knew we, you know, we were from uh, Louisiana. So seven days, Pa came to our house, Indian guy. His name was Pa Face. Came to our house, Indian guy. We say Pa Face, right? P, it was uh, P-I-E. That's what we thought. But it's P-I-I, Pa, right? It's an Indian guy. He hired her and gave her envelope with some money in there, right? So my mother started laughing. She started working. She learned how to do the machines. She learned how to work in the kitchen. And in the kitchen, it has to be a certain degree. After six months of working, my mother was losing weight, like losing weight. It was like melting off her because she was working. She was active. And then she would walk home in the mornings. She would. She would walk home in the mornings. And then at that time at night, you don't really eat. You don't eat. So and half of the day you sleep and you get back up. And so your body and everything else has to recalibrate itself. So, and you don't see the weight loss. You don't see it at first. You'll see it after, you know, four months, 90 days, four months, four months. You'll start noticing. And my mom went to put her, she said, give me my jeans. And she went to put them on. She said, shit. And it was like another person could get in because my brother Robert clamped in. (laughs) And we were sitting there laughing and we was like, wow. Like, wow, you know what I'm saying? And she was. She was getting more energy. She was drinking mad water. Like, and it was crazy. But that's the story of telling you so you'll know. But the problem was nobody believed in her because of the way she looked. Because nobody else thought, see, you're big, black woman. She can't do this, right? No, no. And half of the black women that worked in the candy factory, they'll work Monday or Tuesday. They're calling off Wednesday and Thursday and Friday because it took a strain on your back as well. And majority of them, they, I'm going to go home to my man or they'll be falling asleep, goddamn candy all over the place. Sometimes machines will get backed up. Like, they they didn't want to do that. My mother didn't care. She didn't bother her, you know? So... They were like short-ended, you know, um, but they sit there and judge. Here it is, a woman that wants to work, a woman that says, you know what, I can do this, and believed in herself. Now, maybe on the back burner, she might have been crying to God, praying, believing in, whatever, but we didn't see that. We didn't. So these women would, Ellen, all of them, they would, they would, talk about her, be like, she backed again? My mother would come and tell us. Now, a side note, my mother would bring home candy and bring home some of the boxes. And she would, she would time us on making the boxes. And she would have us pushing the boxes and pulling the candy on like a sheet, but acting like a conveyor belt. And we used to have to pack the candy. So we always had to use two hands. So when she did bring us out there, we didn't know she was setting us up. So when they did bring us out there to work, 
We ain't have to worry about it. We was sitting there packing candy. And James used to be like, how y'all know? I was like, oh, my mom's taught us. <laughs> and so we was out there packing candy. Me, my sister Denise, my brother Robert, and my brother Man. So we learned how to do that when we was young, how to pack candy, how to work the line, how to do the boxes, how to do all of that. So we knew because she was teaching us. And that's the cool part. My mother, anything she learned, she always taught us. And anyway, back to the, to the problem, the challenge. How do you deal with people that already judge you? People that will make fun of you. People that, and I know we might have talked about this yesterday for Frost, but no. When you know in your heart of hearts, this is something you want to do. And the only one that believes in you is the people that live under your roof. Where the world and everybody else is like, she can't do that. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> oh my God. And they sit and crack jokes. Or, like my mother, she was. She was big. And she paid for two people to ride. She didn't have to. She could have told all them bitches, fuck y'all, and I'll catch y'all hoes when I'm around the block. She didn't do that. She kept them popping shit. You know how they people throw subs and be like, oh, it's so, it's everybody, so many big people in here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How people let themselves go? They just popping shit. The big bitch won. They didn't. The big bitch won. That's why I don't judge anybody. So my mom, she kept her mouth closed. How do you keep your mouth closed when people are sitting here throwing subs? Instead of them atting you and talking to you, they sit in talking to their friends. Yeah, girl, it's so hot in here. All these people. Oh, my God. Uh uh-uh. How you in makeup at a job at night? Like, who's seeing, who's seeing people? Shit like that. My mom used to tell us, and we used to laugh. So us, being her kids, right, because we had a mouth or whatever, we used to see the same women and be like, fucking bums. <laughs> and they'd be like, skip, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My mother may not say nothing, but we will. You know, my mother would curse us out. She'd be like, uh-uh, you don't do that. You don't do that. I got this. Y'all not here to fight my battles. I'm here to fight y'all's. But we're still kids, and we didn't care. You don't talk about our mother. We don't give a fuck. Fuck you, your mama, your cousin, your grandmother, your dead nephew. We don't give a fuck. You don't bother our mother, right? So, okay. But um, we, we, we toned it down. We didn't stop. I ain't going to lie. I'm not here to lie. We toned it down. But we just didn't go so hard. But we sure went. We sure went there. So, <clears throat> my mom would just be quiet, and she would take it. Like, it was okay. And these women, you know, ah, women can be something to each other. I mean, I tell you, boy, they cackling hens, motherfucking crowing roosters. What, you want to grab them by their motherfucking neck and swirl it around and pop it? Be like, now say something, you're dead now. But, you know, ah, the anger. Because it's really triggering because... I remember the things they used to say, you know, and my moms would, would bite that, would, would hold that. And I used to be like, wow. I never saw as weak, but she did because she had a plan. And that saying, you catch more bees with honey than you do with vinegar is for real. See, she had so much against her. So these are the obstacles. A job that didn't think you, can, you were up for the task, right? So all you need is one thing and they would have let you go. Because they, they didn't want to get sued or whatever because there was a woman that wasn't physically fit, right? Then you had the women that were there. 
oh, some of them were messy. Some of them was like, well, you know, Bobby, you are big. You shouldn't be working. You sure you can do that? So she didn't have that support, you know. Uh, third, her own body, you know. So at any time, she could have had a heart attack. She could have had all that. She was 400 pounds. So, and you're working at night, you know, they lock the doors, so you in there. So it's taking a chance as well to push your body. And then you got to deal with all the other shit that's dealing with you. You got five kids, you got a home, you got a husband, you know what I'm saying? Not an apartment, we lived in a house. Hey, with two working parents, how you doing? So you got a house, you got to make sure that's good. You got teenage kids. Got to make sure their asses ain't in trouble. They got to make sure that the house and stuff is good. School, just dealing with uh, being a wife. Your husband got to go out and work. He was a drummer. So you got to make sure his shit is good. So, and the bills and all of that. And then you got sneakers. You can't buy just one set of sneakers. You got to buy five. So just dealing with all of that and still going against the grain, right? So every night, my mother would tell us to take a pot. Put water, cinnamon, sugar, brown sugar, and vanilla extract, and let it boil some. Don't go to sleep. Put it on, let it boil through the house. And then fill it up and leave it there. Don't turn it on. So it then sat before, you know, she come in. If she has to come straight home and she don't have a second shift. But leave it up there. Leave it on the stove. Don't bother. And I used to wonder, Why? We have to do this, but you know, you got friends, so your friends will be like, Why are you putting that? What you agree to make some cider or something? It ain't Christmas, smell like Christmas in here. But I, I never understood until I got older. When you come home, you want to come home to peace, deal with everything in the outside world. You want to come home to peace. That was peace, cinnamon. Cinnamon is in every prosperity spell that you ever look up, even love spell. Clearances, cinnamon. Cinnamon is multi. It has multi-uses. But the main one is a common effect, right? Because you want to make sure everyone is calm and that progress Prosperity just don't mean, it means to prosper, to do better than I did the day before. Y'all following me? Vanilla flavor, right? Or vanilla extract. We use extract. Real vanilla. Not that imitation. To sweeten everything. You know, if you want to have great sex, you take vanilla extracts and put it on your points. Your wrist, behind the back of your leg, behind your ears, behind your neck, and on your forehead. You have great sex. Vanilla extract. It's just something about it that's made in every sexual spell. Vanilla extract is in it, right? Even, oh, trust and believe, vanilla extract is in it. Sugar, brown, because white sugar has been altered and processed. Brown, natural sugar, sugar in the raw. Because you need that sweetness in your life. Now, sometimes people put clothes in it. They add maybe about four cloves, C-L-O-V-E-S, cloves, to keep that, that sternness. Because, see, you, you put clothes in something, clothes make sure 
it, it stirs. It's, it's grounding. You put it for your toothache, what it does, it numbs the pain. It grounds it. So that's why clothes. So, if you know, because once in a blue, she'll be like, oh, yeah, look in that cabinet and get those four clothes and throw them in there. You'd be like, okay. You don't ask questions. You just do it. But now I know. Because, see, when, even when you have a toothache, whenever there's something wrong, even when you put the hams, you ground it. You ground that meat. You keep those juices intact. You ground it. You secure it. So I need all of this to be secure because, see, somebody is floating somewhere. One of us might have didn't go to school or I can't be everywhere. So these clothes is going to bring your ass back to ground you somewhere. So my family, because I got to work and I got to be somewhere that I can't be home all the time. My husband got to work. He can't be there. These chaps, they need to stay focused. So put some clothes in there so I can ground y'all asses and y'all can be focused while y'all calm the fuck down. How you doing? Y'all feeling me? You following me here. See, you're following me here. That's what I tell about people. Conjure root work, all of that got to make sense. It's logical. Everything means something. See, those old people back then, they knew what they were doing. But see, they didn't want to share because we weren't equipped to listen. See, we want to do shit because my man is acting up and that girl is over there looking and she might be the innocent one. I'm going to destroy her. Why? She ain't doing shit to you. He been cheating when you met him. You met him because he was cheating with, he cheated with your ass. But see, we don't want to see that. So, hence why we knew. My auntie always say, and I love it. She said, real magic can't be put in the book. I said, what? She said, because we are evil. We are selfish. We, if we knew what true magic was and we know we can just manifest it and get it like that, we're not going to help our brother, man. We're going to help ourselves. And greed, greed is the biggest because no matter what we get, it's never enough. We got to get more and more and more and more. We don't give a fuck about the outcome. We need it. We got to have it today. Microwave. Oh, I need it. I need it. I need it. And then when you get it, you don't even want it. Why? I don't even want it. So why you ask for it? Sit down. So back to it. So she would have us put that pot on and we'll leave it. Once in the blue, like <laughs> we were, we'll go to sleep with the pot boil and be like, oh shit. You know, and we'll wake up, pot be hot. We got to clear it up because, you know, my mama coming. But majority of times we do it around about right after she leave because <laughs> we don't want to. And you know what's so amazing though? Those were the days where we'll all be sitting in the house. we have our friends or whatever. We'll all be sitting in the house. Nobody want to leave. Like, nah, we going to stay in. Nah, we good. You can come down. Yo, you want to smoke? We smoke in the backyard. Yo, we ain't going nowhere. Somebody done cooked. My brother man done cooked something. And we like, yo, what's up? I'm getting the plate. Yeah, all right. And we eat, sit down, watch TV, you know, crack jokes or sit on the, on the front of the step, pop junk. And then everybody go in the house and go to sleep. Tressie, me, man, Iron Horse, Denise, Robert Earl, Teresa, Keisha, Toya, Stephanie. Like, we'll all be sitting around. And then after a while, yo, okay, I, yo, I'm going in the crib. Hey, my mother come in and half of us, even kids that don't even belong to her, be all in the living rooms, the maid and palette, we all sleep. She'll walk in and be like, hey, she used to pop jump, but it made her feel good. Because when she walked in that kitchen, that pot was already prepared and she would turn it on. And to know that all her kids and somebody else's children in this village is under one roof and they're all taken care of. They safe. See, that's what the old people loved. 
Yeah, you got hard-headed kids, you got crazy husbands or wives or whatever. But this day, when I had that feeling and I told y'all to add those clothes, everybody in the goddamn house. So when I walk in, yeah, I might be mad. All these goddamn people in my living room, on my floor. Look at these children. Y'all niggas don't go home. But you can't complain because everybody's under one roof and everyone is accounted for. So she'll turn that pot on and laugh. Go upstairs, take that wig off, or take them ponytails out. Take her ass upstairs and turn that TV on and go to sleep. And then about 11, 12 o'clock, she'll call one of us. And she'll be like, run around there to the store and go get me a cold uh, Coca-Cola soda. Get the one with the ice in it, the ones they put in that back. And get me a $2 worth of liverwish and them chocolate chip cookies. Ma'am, that don't even go together. I know it don't go together. I ain't buying it for you. I bought it for me. All right. And it don't even sound like it go together, but you wouldn't want to taste it because you're like, shit, she eating it. Nasty shit in the world. But she ate it. And I would be like, okay. Now, I always come with my cup and be like, have a swig of soda. Why? You went around and you could have brought you one. I ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. God damn it, I can't have nothing. She'll pour you a swig and be like, get on out of here. Don't come back. Don't come back. And who downstairs? Man, tell him to make me a, a bacon sandwich. Tell him to fry. He know how I like it crispy at the end. You be sitting there like, lady, <laughs> you just cursed me out. You just sent me to the store. Why you ain't get a bacon sandwich? I don't like the way they make bacon in there. Tell man to fry me a bacon sandwich down there. Or get, them, get that. It's bologna in there. I know y'all ain't eat up all that goddamn bread. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's no more down there. I know y'all fucking lying. Bread better come somewhere. Fuck. And you go downstairs and be like, yo, it's bread. I'm using it. She wants bread. You know, because she the lady of the house. So she get the bread, nigga. Uh, be like, yo, go around the corner and go get a roll. She ain't going to say nothing. Uh, she want bread. Go get a roll. So, you know, you go and you get the roll and stuff. And he fix it up. He take it up there. You know, and then that's it. But I understood. See, right now, the world is in chaos. Nobody believes in the world no more. And people, the lost hope in people. But Atlanta brought that back because we all standing together. But now is the time where we need to be like my mama. And when you are out, you want to make sure when you come in, everybody's accounted for. Everybody is okay. Everybody. And even if they don't live in your roof, they good in their own house. So you get that call and you say, y'all good? Yeah, okay. You go and you put that pot on. Bowling water. Five sticks of cinnamon. A pinch or two of brown sugar. And two capfuls or three of vanilla extract. And four cloves. Because this is the time we need grounding. We need the juices and everything to stay inside. And we need to make sure we good. And baby, if you got to go out, because sometimes you do, you got to go to work and stuff. Read Psalms 121. That's the traveling song. I look through the hills from which cometh my help, my help coming from the Lord. You travel. I need traveling mercy. I need to go in and come back out. Come back in. I go out. I need to make sure we all come back in. So if you know you got cheering somewhere else or loved ones or family members 
and you live in California and they may live in New York, you want to make sure that they cup it. Prayer works wonders. Do you know in Africa, the mothers, when they are um, in Africa and their children are here in the States, when they pray, they rub their breasts, right? And they pray for their children. So when they ask them, so now this is where magic and everything else makes sense. This is where Rufo, I tell you, the old people had it on lock. We the ones that got it fucking confused because we do the extra shit. When a baby is born, right, that baby is taken out, cord is cut, and they place that baby on your chest to seal the, the bond back. Because, see, you're already bonded from the cord, but that cord is cut. So physically, that child is now part of the world. But spiritually, you back with me. That's why they tell you, when they babies, they on your heart. When they grown-ups, they on your mind. So that bond is put back. That's why now people that uh, put their children up for adoption, when they cut the cord, they take the baby already in the, in the other room. That's why children that are majority of them, not all, majority of them, and blame Yale, don't blame me, so don't come for me. Majority of them have that, that void that they try to fill, that part that's missing because that bond hasn't been connected, so it's missing. So they look for it in everybody. Right. Those are the ones that you can always tell, too. Let me tell you, the old people knew what they was doing. You can always tell a child that didn't have a bond with their mama. Right. <laughs> because they look for everybody and they call them all mama. They look for everybody. But yet and still, they don't know how that feeling is. So they try to, you know, like synthetic. They try to make a man made one, but it never sticks. Until the day they really find who their mother is. And then that bond is crazy. But then the anger and the resentment. Because the answers are, why you didn't come for me? Why you didn't look for me? Especially if they have other kids. So then it becomes anger because that child wasn't nurtured by the village. So now the child want to burn it down. I know I'm all over the place. But I want y'all to see how it makes sense in its all glorified way. Right? So. We need to make sure. So in Africa, they, they rub their breasts and they pray. So that, that connection, that spiritual connection, the children are covered. So sometimes when you used to see grandma and them rocking back and forth or sitting there on the couch, sitting out in the front, in the back porch, or sitting in the, in, in the church, they get it and they start rubbing their chest because that's when you know right then and there, they praying. They praying. They got that. They start rubbing their hands and they rub their chest. And baby, they start praying. Oh, they do that prayer, that moaning, wailing prayer. Ah! And they just, ooh, touch you. And then, you know, they praying for those that's not there under their roof. And they praying, they asking God. There used to be a story that I've heard that a mother a mother's prayers are powerful. I always tell people that. So I tell people, listen, and don't don't come for me. Well, what if you're not close with your mother? What if you and your mother are enemies? Listen, you still need your mother's blessing. So if you get it, ask for it normally, or, you know, you can always steal it. And I'll explain. The story goes, a mother was told that her children were going to die. And she was like, no. So she went to all these healers and readers and spiritualists, and they all said the same thing. 
So she said, no, I, I, I can't, I can't take that. Like, no, 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 no. I bury, you know, my children bury me. I don't bury my children. So finally, one day she couldn't take it no more. She said, you know what? I'm going to talk to God myself. I'm not going to y'all no more. So she went to God and she told God, take me. I will give my life because my children were born to bury me, not for me to bury them. And God said, not only am I going to spare your children, but I'm going to spare you. Because you sacrificed your life and everything about you for the very ones you birthed. So that's why they say a mother's prayers is powerful. She got the direct line. So, and she saved her children. Now, you got people, because it is in this world. Oh, I don't fuck with my mother. She'll never say. So when you get on the phone or you stand around somebody, all you need is a blessing. Hey, mom, fuck you. Achoo! God bless you. That's all you need. Leave. Leave before she take him back. Get the fuck out of Dodge. Thank you. And bounce. Because she gave you a blessing. That's how you steal a blessing. Yeah, it, it sounds fucked up. But hey, you get your mother's blessings. That's it. That, what? Because a mother's blessings are powerful. They are. Don't ask me. I got it from the old people. So now is the time. You, like I said, you see the world. You see this shit that's going on right now as I'm speaking. You see it. You see the world has lost its mind because of a child that didn't receive love. And a good ass whooping. So, and I, it, listen, for y'all people, that, I don't believe the spank is out. I do. I do. I do. I got my ass whooped. And I do. And I whoop mine. But my, some of my kids, I don't believe in spank. Okay. All right. I will pop your ass in a heartbeat. So, mm-mm, I'll let you know. I wish I would. I don't believe in spankings. I'm going to put them in the corner. So while your house is fucking burning, you're going to put them over in the neighbor's house? Good luck with that. All right? That's why, look, that's why we have Donald Trump for that. Oh, but it's a violent. That's okay. You don't have to agree with me. It's all right. It's all right. Mine will pop shit. On the phone, across the street, all that. Why? Because if they do it in my face, I don't care if I got one leg, one tooth, one eye. I will stab the shit out of me. Keep going. I'm not playing at all. My mother, <laughs> my mother, my sister was standing there and she told my mother, she was in the living room. My mother was in the kitchen and she told my mother, she said, shut up, lady. You get on my goddamn, boop, boop. That's all you heard. That's all you heard. You ain't hear nothing else. At first, I was like, fuck, they hit the TV? Like, what happened? Denise must have ran outside. So when I got up and walked in the living room, Denise was on the ground. I'm sorry. Bust her in her fucking head. What? She told her, I'll kill you dead before you do something like that. Now, y'all may say, oh, my God, that's very barratic. Oh, my God. Parents shouldn't do that. That's not love. This was my mother's theory. And I'm not mad at her. And I, I love y'all new ages. Oh, but kids didn't ask to come here. You're right. She could have swallowed. For all y'all, since y'all can say that, I can say that. She could have swallowed. She could have. But she didn't. Okay. She birthed us. She gave us everything that she could do. Parenting doesn't come with a book. They tried that with Dr. Spark. He found out this nigga didn't even have kids. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing. But he had a good story to tell, so everybody fell for it. But anyway, parents don't come with the book. You, you do the best you can with what you have. My mother would sacrifice everything she had to make sure we had. 
she would make sure that we listen. She would stand by us, wrong, good, right, indifference, the whole nine. Now, behind closed doors, she'd curse our asses out. Might even whoop our ass. But she did prepare us for life. Because she used to always say, I ain't going to be here forever. Lady, what? You will never die. She's going to be here forever. She wasn't. But she did prepare us. She did. We got to sit around old people to learn. We got to witness a lot of things, especially in those days and times anyway. And they used to have a saying, children are seen and not heard. My mother used to be like, that's a fucking lie. You better, you got a voice. You better let it be heard. You sit there and be quiet if you want to. That's your crazy ass. I'm going to talk. So, and that's it. Respect is earned, given, received, acknowledged. But if nobody respects you, then why you there? Because you're going to respect me. Or you can go on. My mother used to tell us, I got 21 windows and two doors. You're welcome to walk out of any one because there's only one captain here. Hmm. So, yeah. But at the end, she proved them wrong. She was determined. She proved them wrong. And she got the job. And worked in every fucking part of that goddamn candy factory. And they would shut the candy factory down every year. November 19th, my mother would cook, cater, and she would have her birthday. And they would not complain. And when my mother died, the whole fucking candy factory staff was there. And they said, yo, our girl died. Years later. But my mother lost mad weight from working there. That heat, I don't know if you ever worked in a candy factory, baby. It's a sweat fucking lot. Sweat. Sweat house. Shit is hot as hell. You drink a lot of water. You ain't going to want no soda. You want water. So, but she did it. And she proved them wrong. Dedication, commitment, standing on your word, consistency. But she also had a little magic to help her because we all need that. Because while I'm doing this, I need to make sure my family and everybody's protected because I got enough on my shoulder. And when I get home, I need to know and be at peace. And that's what that pot did. Kept me at peace. Kept everybody grounded. Everybody stayed in. I ain't have to worry about the police being in my house, my kids being somewhere. I'm quitting call here at the job, such and such dead. She ain't have to worry about none of that. None of that. Through those years she worked, and we were younger, she didn't have to worry about that. We were, we were okay. Does magic make it happen? In my house, we'll say so. We'll say so. Because we didn't, we didn't ever question not putting that pot up there. Our friends would sit there and crack a joke or whatever. We still did it. Didn't matter. Yo, she told us to do it. Was it a faith? Was it us just doing it? I don't know. But I'm going to go with it. Kept us all under one roof. When she came home, we was all in. Somebody else's kids was there, so we knew they was okay. Ain't nobody fight. Ain't the police ain't come. None of that. We were there. So recognize that when you think of now these crazy times and these crazy days. Pot of water, cinnamon, sugar, vanilla extract, and some cloves. Because these next few days, baby, it's going to be a little troublesome. It's going to be a little troublesome. People angry. 
You just need to make sure your family is okay and your village, the children, are secure. That's all. That's all you need. Seriously. As y'all get up and go on about your business and check out everything that you do, stay focused. Prayer works. And a little magic is <laughs> always appreciated. And the old folks know more than we can ever imagine. And I'm happy to share with you if you just allow me. So y'all go on and pick up your trash and y'all walk and leave that right there. Y'all get those blankets and stuff and fold them up. Shake them out, though, right there and fold them up and put them on back over there because we'll use them tomorrow. And um, make sure those babies is okay and stuffed in that bed, okay? And for y'all that's driving, y'all drive on safely. And for those that got to go out later on tonight, burn that cinnamon and stuff now. And then put that pot up for the people that's in your house now so they can be okay. And you be okay. And say that, read that Psalms 121, traveling psalm. You know, so you can get in and get out, get home safely. If you are a woman and you housewife and your husband's a cop or whatever, before you go out, read that psalm. You go in the bathroom, read that psalm so you can make it home safe. Whatever, essential workers, EMTs, whatever, Congress, whatever, whatever. You want to make sure they come back. Walking through the door, not coming through with a letter or something saying they hurt or in trouble. Okay? We do got to protect. Sky shines on everybody. The good, the bad, the indifference shines on us all. I give you thanks. Thank you for sitting back here in my poach. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. This is Bobby Ann's baby daughter. And old people's pain in the ass. But I love you, each and every one of you. Love stands for lots of vital energy. And as long as I got it, I'm going to share it with you. As my mama used to say, yowza, yowza. You never know what it's going to bring you. But you open up the door and let it come in. Fresh air, good air. Get your juices running. I appreciate you.